Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 8-26-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot, written by Steve Watts. WoW Classic, release date, server launch time, how subscriptions work, and how to download. So, the release date, server launch time. WoW Classic will launch on August 27th worldwide, with a slightly earlier August 26th launch in the Americas and parts of Europe to keep aligned with local launch times in all regions. So, the regions are 6 p.m. Eastern, that's North America on August 26th, 3 p.m. Pacific time, that's North America, August 26th, 11 p.m. BST, that's Europe, August 26th, and 8 a.m., that's Australia time on August 27th. Keep in mind, though, that Blizzard is anticipating high demand and possible long wait times for joining up as soon as the servers go live. You may want to consider creating or moving your characters to a low population server if you're eager to jump in and don't want to wait. Those queue times is going to be rough. So, what's the same? What's different? WoW Classic aims to be an authentic recreation of the original vanilla World of Warcraft as of the 1.12 patch. That brings the game up to its state as of August 22, 2006, just before the Burning Crusade expansion. The classic format promises classic raids like Molten Core and Onyxia, and classic talent structure, and the world as it stood as of that time during the game's lifespan. It sports the original game's combat mechanics, character models, and skill trees. That also means that the game will lack some convenience features like Raid Finder. The studio even issued a not-a-bug list to clarify that some systems being flagged as bugs by players were actually working as intended. <laughs> However, the game hasn't remained entirely untouched. Blizzard wanted the game to reflect the original WoW, but it did implement some small quality-of-life updates. Anything that would affect gameplay, we want to make sure that we deliver something that is authentic, WoW Classic lead designer Brian Birmingham told GameSpot. Where we feel like quality-of-life improvements are okay are things like Tabbing to complete a name in in-game Mel, that's not a core part of the gameplay experience of leveling and questing and trying to explore the world. So, how do the, the subscriptions work? If you're already a subscriber to World of Warcraft, you're already a subscriber to WoW Classic as well. One subscription entitles you to both games. The same goes the other direction. In fact, if you sign up for WoW or for a WoW subscription for WoW Classic, you'll get entry to standard World of Warcraft as well. And how do, how do you download it? World of Warcraft Classic is its own client separate from your standard World of Warcraft installation, but it can be tricky to find. It doesn't have its own tab on the Battle.net launcher. Instead, it can be found within the World of Warcraft tab. You'll find the WoW Classic in the version drop-down menu just above the install button. Now, your boy, Anthony, has already gone on there, secured my three names, pre-downloaded it. We have Dadbod Plays, Dadbod Play, and Dad's Bod Play. Catch me on World of Warcraft. Catch me in Azeroth. Going wild for the Horde. Second is from GameSpot, written by Eddie McCooch. This is not video game news, but I still think it, it it's pretty pertinent to news. Uh, it's something really important that's been happening in The Simpsons over the last couple years. Documentaries done on it. But The Simpsons creator says Apu won't be written off, the, off of the show. Will Apu be written off The Simpsons? No. At least not anytime soon. That's according to series creator Matt Groening, who said at the D23 Expo this weekend that Apu will stay on the show. Yes, we love Apu. We're proud of Apu, Groening said, as reported by Variety. Much of the debate around The Simpsons and Apu specifically has come from Hari Kondabolu's. I'm so sorry for butchering your name. 
2017 documentary, The Problem with Apu. The movie explores Apu as a character and focuses on him as a stereotype. Series producer Algene explained previous via Variety that he watched this documentary and spoke with the Simpsons writers about it. He said he takes the matter very seriously. Some people are offended by Apu and others aren't. So that makes it a difficult choice to make about the future of Apu on The Simpsons, Gene said. I don't want to offend people, but we also want to be funny. We don't want to be totally politically correct, he said. That has never been us. It's given us a lot of thought. Apu voice actor Hank Azaria has said he's willing to step down from voicing him in light of the blowback. Going back to Groening, addressing the Apu situation in 2018, he said, People love to pretend they're offended. He commented again later, saying people today have an outrage of the week and then move on to being upset about something else. I think, particularly right now, people feel so aggrieved and crazed and powerless that they're picking the wrong battles, he said. Castlevania showrunner Adi Shankar told IndieWire in 2018 that he had heard from multiple sources that The Simpsons would eliminate Apu going forward. However, Algin responded on Twitter saying Shankar isn't a spokesperson for this show. This was a very interesting debate and an interesting topic. Both sides made good points. I just thought it was a good thing to throw in considering it's not video game news, but it's still entertainment news. And last is from GameSpot written by Eddie McCooch again. Persona series passes new milestone before Persona 5 Royal release. The Persona video game franchise has set a new sales record. Developer Atlas announced in a blog post translated by VentureBeat that the entire series has now surpassed 10 million copies sold. This figure counts copies sold in the mainline series, which has so far spanned five entries. As well as the spinoffs, Atlas did not provide a breakdown of sales by title, but it was already announced that Persona 5 alone had shifted 2.7 million copies. The new 10 million figure comes after Persona publisher Sega announced in its 2018 financial report the series had reached 9.3 million copies shipped as of October 2018. The release of certain Persona games in Japan and Persona Q2 worldwide since they surely helped the figure grow to 10 million. Also, in the blog post, Atlas said fans can look forward to an upcoming news event for Persona 5 Royal in the near future. Royal is an updated version of the Persona 5 that is slated for release on or in October on PS4. The game is expected to be a hit, in turn boosting the series' sales even higher. Royal launches in Japan in October with a release scheduled for the West in spring 2020. I know a lot of you are excited for Persona Royal. We added in what new character. Uh, it, it's going to be a great game. I still need to finish Persona 5, but the, the Persona series is definitely a series I've been playing for a long time. Uh, you know, what was it? Persona 4 Golden? Persona 3 Golden? Whichever one was on the Vita is Bay. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio and in the show notes for every show we produce and release. Till next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you. <laughs>